Hello my lovelies, welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast. I am your host Ashley and for those who don't know, this is a podcast strictly for spiritual um, enlightenment, for encouragement, for self-love, for wisdom, for all that good stuff that helps it, helps us deal with life a little bit easier through the, the turmoil and contrast that we face. So this is episode five and I just want to say a special welcome to those of you who are joining us for the first time. You are um, very appreciated so thank you so much for finding your way here eventually (laughs) and uh, welcome back to those of you who are returning for another episode. It is a pleasure to have you. Okay, so this episode, um, as promised in one of my previous episodes, I want to talk about um, the way in which you can attract your soulmate, kingdom partner, um, you know, whatever you want to call them. This podcast is going to be giving you some effective tips for you to do that. So just a disclaimer, I am not one of those people on YouTube or on podcast who are going to lie to you and are going to try and make this process seem far more easier than it is. It is not. It requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot of um, self-knowledge and it requires a lot of love as well. So if you're looking for a quick fix, a quick guide to get um, your soulmate to attract them into your reality to bring them into your life then this might not be the podcast for you but if you are fed up of going through the ups and downs of unsuccessful relationships if you are fed up of attracting the wrong partner the wrong mate into your environment then this podcast episode is just right up your street so before we get into it I just wanted to as some of you guys will know, I always talk astrology. It's one of my um, babies. I love um, giving some context behind the reason why we might be experiencing certain things. So um, those of you who have been listening um, closely would have heard me mention a few times about Neptune in Pisces. I think I bang on about Neptune in Pisces because I'm a Pisces and therefore ruled by Neptune. (laughs) Um, But I just want to highlight the significance of Neptune being in its home domicile um, and how that has been playing out for us since 2011 up until now and will continue to do so in 2000 until 2026. So Neptune in Pisces um, originally started its transit in its sign in the seventh house at zero degrees. So when um, we translate that into simple terms, Neptune um, has um, dominated the theme um, for the last 10 years around um how we see ourselves and how we see relationships and also how our subconscious plays a massive impact in um the partners we attract and also the experiences we have in relationships now if we want to break this down further the reason why i have simplified it to that is because neptune rules the 12th house who rules pisces and pisces is a sign 
which goes in two different directions. So it's about the reality and then also the illusion that we sometimes create for ourselves. And being um, the ruler of the 12th house, um, our subconscious, our hidden motives, our hidden um, fears, insecurities and all that good stuff. Um <laughs> taking place in the seventh house which is ruled by Libra and signifies partnerships and soul contracts and um partner contracts and business contracts and you know the like um that has literally and you don't have to know astrology back to back to understand the picture I'm trying to paint for you but um if you just think about it in terms of um how many times you have met someone and you felt like they are the one and then you kind of put them on a pedestal um because they're showing to you this great um version of their self in the very beginning and then a few months or even for some people a few weeks down the line the illusion starts to fade away and you start to see them for who they really are that is the kind of energy that Neptune brings to whatever house it's transiting. So if you think about the energy the last couple um, years, more more so, I think for me um, getting older, I've noticed it. But also the last decade, there has been a lot of focus about love and finding the one and, you know, who is your soulmate and recognising your soulmate. And we're almost bombarded um, with this narrative that relationships are perfect or they're supposed to be perfect and you're going to find a perfect partner and you're going to live this ideal relationship. And that is very much Neptune in Pisces. Like Pisces are daydreamers. They like to think of things um, in a perfect world, in a utopian world. And they don't like to consider the possibility of flaws even having an impact on something that they so um, heartily desire. So when you think of it in that sense, it's easy to understand how um, love has been a, a simple hit and miss for a lot of people these days because of our um our inability to really see people for for who they are and it's not our fault you know Neptune is a outer planet so it has a long lasting impact and it's also um a very um strong planet in that regard um the energy is felt massively and so many of us would have been operating from a place where we had no idea that this was happening so I'm gonna give you the tools and the tips to really work with this energy better um if you're interested in finding the the person who is for you i'm gonna say for you because i don't like saying like your ideal partner and those kind of things because i don't think again that's a neptune in pisces thing to say like ideal partners exist but they don't exist in a sense that you have to learn to love someone's flaws in order for them to be ideal for you so you can't really um depict who is your ideal partner until you kind of fall in love with someone but that's a story for another day um so yes tip number one so one thing that i will say is the um the main catalyst for um, aligning yourself with your soulmate, your kingdom partner, whatever you want to call them, is um, working on your insecurities and working on your flaws. So um, those people um, who have been through 
the dark night of a soul um at the end of a breakup like you've gone through a really really bad breakup and this breakup isn't the same as other breakups you know when it's like everything changes after that breakup yeah that is the dark night of the soul journey that um, most people experience when they're first introduced to their um spiritual awakening at the first phase and that awakening really shifts or starts the momentum for you to shift into a new skin a new version of yourself and to help you understand how you have been maneuvering and how you have made mistakes especially when it comes to yourself and in love and how you can um change um to attract better partners um i'll give you an example um you could go through a a a codependent relationship with someone where you heavily rely on them to make you happy and you know like when they're sad you're sad and when they're um you know not doing so well in life you're not doing so well in life and it's kind of like this merged energy and it feels like you know you can't live without them and then when it does actually come to the point where you have to break up or break away from one another it feels like someone has dropped a hammer on your head <laughs> a hammer on your head and stuck pins in your heart um that codependency um is a really negative thing that can be nurtured in a relationship and I feel like once you go through the dark night of the soul and you wake up from that kind of behavior you start to see how it wasn't sustainable you start to understand how it was impacting your mental health and therefore impacting the relationship and the quality of the relationship that you had with the person and you also start to understand how you don't want that in your your life you don't want to experience that kind of pain with someone because you didn't have a healthy relationship or a healthy attachment to them you had a fear-based attachment to them so that's uh that's tip number one to go through the process of um clearing out your flaws and your insecurities when it comes to relationships not just specifically that person but relationships in general and you'll know what I mean um when you are looking at things completely differently like I said like you no longer desire to do certain things I'll give you an example right um I've had very difficult relationships in the past where I've ended up not trusting people as a result of the things that past partners have done to me and um that made me feel like I can't trust anyone ever um and it's really difficult for Pisces I I would say because we trust people quite easily unless they show us a reason not to trust them and most people don't show you a reason not to trust them straight away or if you're blind like a Pisces <laughs> or you have your Neptune um sign in Pisces then you know that it's difficult for um you to kind of like see people clearly for who they are and it might take a quite a quite a bit of time for the the fog to clear around that person so um 
yes, I had an issue with trusting people because I could not see them clearly. And I would often go into things head first without assessing um, whether I was going to hit the concrete first. <laughs> so I had to go through a phase where I had to work on that insecurity, that um, uncomfortability that I have around trusting people. And I really got to the bottom of it by understanding myself um, and how I relate to others in that regard like if someone does something to me that breaks my trust for them that isn't a reflection of me okay that is a reflection of the person and therefore if it's a reflection of the person then I don't have to be cautious about how I maneuver when it comes to trusting someone like I am more comfortable now giving someone the benefit of the doubt instead of constantly um, badgering my brain about whether they're doing things behind my back that is going to make me one day find out that I should have not trust them, if that makes sense. So that's um, an example of working through the dark night of the soul and some of the things that come with it, like getting to the root cause of where your trust issues come from. And sometimes you can be too over-trusting with people. So you could also learn on the flip side, how to be more cautious, how to be more patient with people to let them reveal them true selves to you. Doesn't mean that you hold back or anything, but you just allow um, enough space for that person to really reveal themselves without diving absolutely into the um, deep end of the pool okay number two the second tip to attract your um, soulmate or your kingdom partner is to raise your vibration now um, raising your vibration is a very tricky thing to do and I know I don't think many people understand what it entails but raising your vibration isn't just thinking positive thoughts it isn't just um hoping and begging and waiting around for someone to come in that's actually a a negative thing to do and can um decrease your vibration and make it a negative vibration which means that you won't actually attract what it is that you desire and want to bring into your reality um it's also not just um like doing meditations or or yoga and then um yeah just hoping that you know something will come in raising your vibration is a is and I'm just going to say before I go on to any other points that all points are related to the other so once you clear out the dark night of the soul then step two raising your vibration becomes a given Okay, when you detach yourself from a lot of those negative things that make you feel bad about yourself, make you look at people a certain way, make you um, feel unappreciated, make you feel unloved, make you feel uncared for, all those negative emotions, once you work through them and a massive key as well is not just relationship issues but childhood issues as well once you work through all those issues then you're able to finally raise your vibration effortlessly as well okay so uh, back to point two raising your vibration is a good way to attract um, not just a specific partner, but also to attract the things you desire. You can't just wish your way into thinking that 
you're going to bring something into your environment like you have to take action you have to do a culmination of things so you have to be fluent in um raising your vibration and there's loads of things that you can do to raise your vibration but like i said it's a conscious thing like you can journal you can meditate you can yoga you can um spend time in nature you could clear your chakras but if you don't actually change your thought pattern um and therefore consciously raise your vibration then you can hope and wish and pray but that thing that you desire whether it's a person whether it's just um something in general will not come in because your vibration will not be in alignment of that thing that you're asking for okay um so uh a good way to like work on your vibration is by carrying crystals so going to a crystal shop or um browsing online you can buy specific crystals like amethyst and clear quartz and rose quartz specifically as well they all kind of do the same thing but most crystals have their one thing that they're very very um strong at doing so rose quartz is um associated with love and um clearing out any negativity when it comes to love towards the self and towards others so that's another way in which you can raise your vibration you can use your rose quartz in many ways like you can put it under your pillow or you can have a rose quartz um charged bath um you can keep it on your dresser or you can like charge water with it and um drink that water daily like there's loads of things that you can do with rose quartz that will help you raise um your vibration and it's important to note as well that the highest vibration um on the planet which is such a beautiful thing is the love vibration okay so if you listen to meditations that specifically are of the love um frequency daily that will help raise your vibration i want to debunk some of the issues that i have around um the meditations available on youtube or the frequency vibration meditations some of them say things like um attract my ex back or um make my crush crazy over me and um help me find my soulmate and they're all fine meditations to have but it depends on your mindset behind it if you're doing things out of fear that's a negative frequency if you're doing things out of insecurity then that's a negative frequency like if you're listening to a um a a meditation that says make my crush go crazy over me because you you're scared that your crush doesn't like you then you're going to be listening to that meditation for a very long while before um you actually feel positive about the relationship you have with that person um most of those meditations are sleep meditations so they do work on a subconscious level but you'll know that they say oh you have to listen to it for 30 days because it takes such a long time to train your consciousness to be receptive to the messages and the vibrations that that meditation is trying to send towards you subconsciously so you might as well just do the work yourself and be able to manifest things quickly but you also have to learn to be patient like sometimes the um impatience behind um one's intention to draw things into their reality is what keeps it away as well so two 
raise your vibration, okay? Um, number three, focusing on yourself. Um, this sounds cliche, but it's actually not cliche. Like, it's it's just the, the simpler things in life sound more complicated um, because people are always trying to find extra parts to it. Um, you know, how can something be so simple? But focusing on yourself, um, when you actually enjoy singlehood, I'm telling you, you will have people attracted to you like flies, okay? They will not be able to leave you alone because there's this like, there's this vibration that independence and this aura that independence sends out to people that makes them automatically want to get to know you or be around you because it's infectious, okay? A lot of people don't understand how significant your aura is and your energy is. Like people, even if they can't put into words, can feel it as soon as they meet you um you might they might not say it to you but you can notice by their body language like the way they look at you or if they find it hard to hold eye contact with you or if they seem quiet sometimes it's because your energy is very strong and they're unable to kind of like interact with you off the bat because it's not energy that they're used to so when you focus on yourself um you have so much fun and the more fun you have, the more love you have um, going into yourself, channeling into yourself, the easier it is for you. Like I said, they're all related to radio vibration and the easier it is for you to go through dark night periods of the soul like you become more aware of how to tackle your flaws because you're 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 doing all the things that are going to bring you um, into perfect alignment with the things that you want so when I say focus on yourself people always think oh you know what is that what how do you focus on yourself you know like I don't know I've always lived I've lived by myself since a very young age so I've been um by myself um I thoroughly enjoy my company and I always say to people like find ways to enjoy your company and I don't think people um spend a lot enough time with themselves like they might you know, like you might live at home and you might have your own room, but when you're in your own room, you don't actually spend time with yourself. You're on the phone or you're on um, the internet or you're listening to YouTube or you're just doing something that kind of is like spending time alone, but it also distracts you in the process. That's not the kind of time alone I'm talking about. I'm talking about time alone where you actually like set time aside to do things by yourself. Like, okay, I'm going to have... Um, a dinner date with myself I'm gonna have a lunch date with myself or today I'm gonna to take myself myself to breakfast or I'm gonna have a uh, you know go and grab a tea and coffee from somewhere or perhaps I'm gonna actually do a whole self-care routine I'm gonna do face masks foot masks hand masks I actually that is like my favorite thing to do um every now and again I just want to pamper myself from head to toe and that those feelings and when you do them consistently and often they just make you feel like one in a million like you don't even care about what else is going on with other people the less time you spend on social media the less time you spend involved in other people's bs um the more liberated and free you feel the less um constrained you feel about all these little things that society wants to push on us to focus on that actually aren't of relevance. So when you really take time to focus on yourself and you don't worry about when the person is going to come in, like you kind of have to make it like exciting. It's like a game of hide and seek. Like 
they're they're seeking and you're hiding they've got to find your energy by seeking out something that feels good and you've got to find their energy by seeking out something or things that feel good so the more things you do that make you feel good the easier it is for your person to come in and be like hey (laughs) hi I've been waiting for you what have you been up to where have you been all this time it's like you've been hiding from me you know I've been looking for someone like you all my life (laughs) Um, it's easier for them to come in and have that automatic um, relationship with you and attraction with you and then it's almost as if things just go off like a spark um, like a firework and when that happens it's undeniable like you you might have like flaws or you might have insecurities that still pop up every now and again because everybody does and it's really hard for us to like completely nip something in the bud unless we've been working on it for so long but even then when you meet someone it's almost as if those insecurities come right back because you're now connecting with someone completely new you get used to your own energy and your own vibe dealing with those issues but they stand the test of time when you actually meet that person who you think is the person for you so when you meet that person and you've realized you know just how much work you've done on yourself you also realize that the work continues with that person so you continue to focus on yourself and it feels so good that it's it's an invaluable experience like all the people that you thought you loved um and you never thought you would love again they just seem like preparation for this this period and that's why it is so important to be patient about the process but also to enjoy it because once you meet that person it's just it's an indescribable feeling like you just experience life on a different level on a level that you didn't think existed as well so it's actually when they say true love is worth the wait it is actually not a cliche it is worth the wait so why not just pour into yourself in the meantime like get yourself and I used to think of it like um I didn't ever know who my kingdom partner was or who my soulmate was or when they were coming but I remember just feeling so good in the process of being single for about a year and a half like the first couple months were absolutely painful they were stressful they were overly emotional and I definitely went through the dark night of the soul like a hundred times and I thought to myself when the hell is this shit gonna end um but then eventually like I said when you start um raising your vibration it becomes easier to deal with those moments where it does feel like things are getting a bit out of control um and once I was able to kind of master that which I'm still learning to do by the way it's a it's a, it's a never-ending process but once I started to learn how to do that it became so much more fun like I started engaging with the universe more um rendezvous is one of my favorite terms from Esther Hicks Abraham Hicks where she says I like to rendezvous with the universe and it's just that beautiful um word that is such a simple thing just meeting up with the universe and you guys just working in harmony like it is a 
it's an amazing feeling. Um, but like I said, once you start working through your issues and then you meet someone who is your, your soulmate, you are able to continue working through those issues without massive problems in your relationship. Whereas when you're with the wrong person, um, those issues become the reason why your relationships break down. Your kingdom partner or soulmate understands whether they know consciously or on a soul level um, that they are in your life for a reason. So they have that knowing. So it's really hard for them to just give up on you when things go a little bit tough or when you're trying to focus on clearing things out for yourself. Okay. And then tip number four is being open to love. Okay, so I'm just going to say you're going to kiss a load of frogs before you find a prince and your princess. Okay, um, you're going to have many false starts where you think, oh, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. But I swear to you, each and every time you get closer um, to feeling like this is the one, you get a little bit more excited because dating becomes... Um, a pick of the bunch rather than feeling like you have to um prove yourself to someone to be picked like it's almost like having a conveyor belt of goodies and having the ability to eye and size up every single one of them and then taking the pick that most suits you after you've been able to eye up and size up all the other options which is a beautiful thing if you think about it a lot of, a lot of us constrain dating to um a very very um painful um process when it doesn't have to be you just have to if you make one rule to yourself is to enjoy it not to overthink it not to overdo it not to um do too much just to enjoy it enjoy every single person for their moment enjoy every single um experience to the fullest and by training yourself to do that the more momentum you build to draw that person nearer to you and I swear to you as you get closer and closer to the time you'll start realizing it because I went through a period where it was like I had dated um a good you know number of people and I was like I had many false starts and I was like oh maybe you know this is the one this is the one this is the one this is the one and I thought I got to a point when I stopped and I was like I know none of those were the, the one. I just had this like realization. It wasn't like I was deluded or anything, but every single time I met someone, I went with the hopes. Like, a, you know, like a new kid who has tasted candy many times, but like, yeah, a kid that has tasted candy many times, but every single time still feels extremely good. Um, so, each time I was getting to know someone, I came with that new fresh energy, like that excitement. Um, and what happened is, is that you either do two things, you either start scaring people away because it's like, okay, she's serious or he's serious and they want a serious thing. So they're not going to be here for my bullshit. So I know I can kind of like, you know, play this game for a little while, but I've got to get out eventually. Or you get people who are not an ideal fit to you but think they are an ideal fit to you and because you realize they're not ideal fit to you and try to like distance yourself from them they become even more um attracted to your energy and then they try to like force the situation to be more than what it is even though you know like there's a knowing in you because I feel like one of the things that is true whenever you meet the person you do know you do know um and I feel like 
it's ideal for you to stop that selection process just a little bit before you um, are ready to actually meet that person and if you do this process right you'll know what I'm speaking about okay (laughs) so um I remember going through a period where I I was like um oh yeah and now I'm done with having fun and I'm done with pretending like every single person um could be the one I'm actually ready to to meet the one I think that that process helped me work through my insecurities worked helped me work through the I the um the fear around falling for someone because I felt like each time I was getting to know someone I was so excited about getting to know them that I had no like filter no barriers no boundaries and it was just natural and genuine so I was able to work through those um insecurities that I had around trust and falling for someone um and then I just um decided that I was going to do a letter to my soulmate I don't know if I I think I might have got the idea from another um a video or blog somewhere I can't remember but um I definitely as always do my own twist on stuff so I got the idea to do a letter to my soulmate and at this point I had fully like cut off everybody I wasn't talking to anyone in that in any shape or form and that's another thing I'm gonna do the tip the other tip what tip are we on now four so we've got tip five see this is what happens when you're um doing a podcast and you can talk for England um so um I yes I remember at that point I was um detached from everybody um that I had got to know on some level and I just um closed out um all the the you know connections I had with them and then I sat down and I was like hmm what does my actual ideal partner look like what does he sound like what does he you know how does he maneuver um how does he treat women you know what is his outlook on life and I kind of got into like it was like two three pages of what I thought my ideal partner would be like and it was so exciting doing that process because I am an absolute daydreamer I love daydreaming and I love manifesting more than anything else on this planet um so that process is really fun for me and I remember getting really like into it like I was like oh let me add this and oh and every now and again I would come back and I would add little bits and pieces here and then I was so ecstatic about that process that I want to show everybody like I want to show my friends I remember I had specifically done a face mask for myself I popped a bottle of wine poured myself a glass I sat with some meditation music on and then I wrote for about 10-15 minutes and then I remember just putting it down on the side and then I meditated alongside the music that was playing for a little while and I kind of just released it into the universe that I wanted to find my ideal partner and then after that process I just went about my my business I I can't I don't even remember where the the letter is I don't know what I did with it I probably even threw it in the bin because I'm a big fan of like arcs believe receive so I don't want to read over things or um you know bring that negative patient impatient energy to something that I'm trying to manifest and I think it was like maybe three or four months later that I had um started speaking to someone and I just had no absolutely no interest in talking to anybody at that point but there was just something so electrifying about this conversation (laughs) 
<laughs> so electrifying um i remember it until this very day and it's like i had so many um previous false starts but again it's like at this point i didn't even think about that um it was just the the vibe the energy that came from this person that really um made because i was at a point where it's like anyone that would talk to me i was like i'm not interested I'm not interested. I'm happy being by myself. I'm not interested. Don't want to deal with shit. I'm not interested. And yeah, it, it went on like that for a good couple months. Um, and then this one person came and originally I thought, mm, okay, it's another one. But there was a vibe, there was an energy and I just knew. Um, it's like my letter came back to my head like, hello, you, you remember what you wrote? like a couple months ago I was like oh shit maybe um and then um as time went on it just became more apparent that yeah that was um, me calling in my soulmate and aligning myself with my soulmate and then the giveaway is when you finally get to look at your birth charts and your compass composite I don't know how to pronounce that word yeah, composite chart, um, and the synastries, and you start seeing how you have, you know, history with this person from a previous lifetime, um, and, you know, you start understanding how you complement each other, and how your relationship dynamic works, so yeah, that is, um, number four, um, making sure, what was it, focusing on yourself <laughs> what's that number four who knows guys when i'm in the swing of things i'm not even going to try to be perfect here guys honestly when i'm in the swing of talking i can go on for donkeys so if that's tip number four great it probably is i'm not too sure but we'll see when i when i do the um the playback of this and then tip number five slash four if it's even five um is closing out old cycles okay it's so important that you close out old cycles with people who um you previously connected with because any open cycles that you have with them any reoccurring themes um from past relationships can really interfere with attracting your soulmate or your kingdom partner in the future if you have someone that just keeps coming back coming back or you have someone that you keep going back to even though you know you shouldn't then it's really hard for um that energy to not have a direct impact on your current energy and also if you um have like unsaid words with someone who was a romantic partner or you hold some sort of resentment or judgment towards someone who was a previous romantic partner then it's important to try and let that go so you can let that go in in many ways that like you can do an energy clearing bath you can do a sage um smudging session or you can journal and um burn it under the, one of the the moons so either i would say the full moon because the full moon is when it's at um, maximum illumination so it's a, a period to release any negative energies or um negative um 
thoughts that you are still holding in your psyche so um that's a really good way to like close out old cycles you can also call on archangel michael to do some um cord cutting for you when you sleep so to clear out any negative energy or soul ties that you have with people that could be still draining you or still connected you in connected to you in some shape or form so those are my five i think four slash five tips on how to calling your soulmate um and you can also find a little bit more detail about this on my blog post so i have a specific blog post um about spiritual spiritual healing and relationships and then i also have a 28 day soul search program which is really good for raising your vibration and also um really good dare i say after breakups because it helps you um try and be more focused on yourself than the person that you've just um broken up from so that is all from me today guys i wish you guys all the best and please do connect on socials um not specifically socials to be honest because i'm not on any um i mean um on my wordpress you can leave comments there on any of the blogs that you read we also have um weekly tarot readings that are posted and monthly horoscopes so you can also leave your comments there or you can email me at spiritualaf um, at outlook.com okay wonderful so i wish you guys all the best and we will speak soon